0: The FT. I'm sitting with my laptop and a mug of coffee at a tiny table. An identical table is right behind mine, and every time its occupant moves, I get jabbed in the back. The cash register opens and closes, the steam machine hisses. Welcome to my new office, Starbucks, Highbury Corner, North London. Until now, I've never had the slightest desire to bring my work to a coffee shop. My children swear it's where they do their best revision. Luke Johnson recently wrote a column in the FT saying they're perfect places to start a business. If the alternative is the kitchen table, then I suppose Starbucks has something going for it. But for those of us with free offices, I can't see the big draw. Last week, though, I read two articles that changed my mind. First, a blog post and fast company arguing that we should all periodically decamp to cafes as the break to routine makes us creative and the absence of colleagues makes us productive. The second was a piece in the New York Times saying that the background sounds in coffee shops are so conducive to work that they're being piped into office buildings as white noise. So this morning I set off for my new workplace. The commute was a dream, four minutes by bike. Some of that time saved was lost queuing for a coffee, but when I got to the front and parted with £2.15 for a tall cup of beige milk, I felt pleased with the bargain. It comes with an unlimited side order of table, chair, Wi-Fi and electricity. ''Do you mind people sitting here all day over one coffee?'' I asked the woman at the till. ''No,'' she beamed. ''I like it. They keep me company.'' ''It's a rum business model.'' The argument goes that people with laptops look cool and give the place a buzzy atmosphere. But I can't imagine I look any cooler hunched over my computer than my bald and paunchy neighbour looks hunched over his. In advance, I've been doing some homework on how best to work in a cafe. You might have thought it was easy, get coffee, sit down, open a laptop, work. But no. There's a whole page on Wikihow about the coffee shop experience – advising clothes that are comfortable but elegant, and that you sit far from door until. till. I settle at the only free table available and remove the previous occupant's squalid litter. The background noise is quite nice, both upbeat and soothing, but the foreground noise is less so. A mobile goes. So, no, yeah, it was all good, so, like, basically, yeah, all good... No, I'm literally at Starbucks. I came here to charge my phone. I turn round. He's plugged in his mobile, but hasn't even bought a drink. I've finished mine and need the loo. WikiHow doesn't advise on how to deal with this eventuality, so I decide to take all my stuff in with me. When I return, my table has been taken by someone else. So I leave Starbucks and head down the road to Euphorium, a brighter and groovier independent coffee shop, I get a nice table, and even though it's barely 11am, order a salt beef bagel. I enter the Wi-Fi password and get down to work. Within five minutes, I'm joined by two women, each with a buggy the size of a small car. In one, a baby screams. Oh, Oscar, says its mother. With some effort, I block this out, but when I look up, someone's waving at me. It's the mother of a boy my son knew at primary school who comes over to say her boy has just got into Oxford University and that he's spending his gap year acting in some Hollywood film. Great, I say, continuing to type. In the office, this trick always works. Colleagues take the hint. But in coffee shops, it doesn't seem to work at all. When I finally get rid of her, I order a strawberry tart to lift my spirits and then a cappuccino to lift them some more. While I drink it, I read something from the New Yorker online about how caffeine destroys your creativity. I don't believe this any more than I believe that working in a cafe can increase it. There's only one effect coffee shops have for sure. They're rough on your skeleton. The chairs are designed to be sat on for half an hour, not all day. After three hours, my back hurts and carpal tunnel syndrome can't be far off. They're rough on the stomach too, Two coffees, a Diet Coke, a bagel and a tart, and it's not quite lunchtime. I've just googled famous people who work in cafes, and at the top of every list is J.K. Rowling. I now forgive her everything. If she wrote Harry Potter sitting in a coffee shop, she could surely have managed Middlemarch in a quiet office with a comfortable chair. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Ready to start the next chapter of your career? Earn an executive MBA from Georgetown McDonough. Designed for working professionals and ranked number one in the world for international business by the Financial Times, the program features two global residencies, mentorship opportunities, a vibrant campus community, and the access only Washington, D.C. can offer. See how Georgetown's executive MBA can help you advance at choosegeorgetown.com slash EMBA.